This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, TEND is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. I don't need potential at this grown big age. Come already, potential. <laughs> On this episode of the commercial break. No one's giving free fentanyl to the kids. That's not happening. Stop it. Stop it. It might have happened one time where some junkie, you know, threw out some whatever. Here's some fentanyl pills. Have a nice night. But no one's giving free drugs away. That doesn't happen. Because if that would happen, I wouldn't be here right now. (laughs) I would be getting the free drugs. That's what I would be doing. The next episode of the commercial break starts now. Welcome back to the commercial break. I'm Brian Green. This is the girl who sits on our Bon Homie board of directors, Kristen Joy Hoadley. Best to you, Chrissy. Best to you, Brian. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. Thanks for joining us. You um, use Bon Homie. I use Bon Homie because I figure if we're going to do word of yes. the day, there's no use in throwing it out in the trash then. I got to exactly. then use it. Exactly. Incorporate it. So I told it's a daily life. one of my daughters last night that she wasn't being very Bon Homie. <laughs> she had an 80-minute meltdown over an outfit that she had to wear. Not even an outfit, pajamas. And I was like, honey, you have to wear pajamas to bed. She wanted to wear like this full Easter dress. And I'm like, she loves her dresses. I know. She does love her dresses. And I don't want to kill her spirit. But at the same time, like, it's your Easter dress. It's for Easter. It's not special if you wear it all the time. It's just not. We got to, like, some stuff we got to save for the rainy day. You know what I'm saying? Or a special day. And we just can't do that. But an 80 minute meltdown. And then at the end, I just said, you're not being very bon home. And she I looked at it. me like, huh? And I said, don't worry, I just learned the word also. So both of us are learning new words. Exactly. <laughs> What's your word of the day today? You got a word of the I day over there? I do have a word okay, of the right. day today. All right, let's keep it going. Why not? I know. <laughs> okay, dying for content. Let's go for it. Okay, okay. You right. ready? Yes, I am. Okay, the word for today is quotidian. Oh, quotidian. Quotidian. Mm. That's when you draw quotes on someone's tits. And then you say literally. (laughs) That's when you go literally with your hands on someone's nipples. Literally. Quotidian. Would you like me to give you a quotidian? Uh, So So I'm going to assume this is is derived from Greek language. Close. Latin. Latin. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. (laughs) Greek is Latin. Exactly. (laughs) What are you thinking? (laughs) The Greek language. All right. And, uh, uh, and it is from the um, the 14th century. Okay. So, oh, wow, it's an old back. word. I've gone my whole back. life without quotidians. Yep, yeah, okay. but it's a good one here. All right, um, so give me it in a sentence. That means, well, it means... Well, hold on. Give it to me okay. in a sentence. Let me see if I can figure out what it means. I'm usually good at this kind of stuff. Okay. Washing the dishes was a quotidian task, but... She made the time pass quickly by listening to the commercial break. Ah, okay. Boring or tedious? 
it close. It's occurring every day, daily. Oh, a daily tennis but court. But mundane. Titty. But mundane. Mm-hmm. Oh, like the commercial Quartini. break. Exactly. I thought it was very funny. Okay, yeah, there you go. I'm going to call it the quotidian break. <laughs> That's the new. <laughs> I literally am going to put that on a banner. I'm going to put that on a banner and I'm going to send it out to the universe. The commercial break, quotidian. <laughs> it's quotidian. It is it's boring and mundane, and you have to listen to it every day. All right. Okay. That's a good one. I like quotidian. That's right. Okay. Well, I wasn't right about the boobs, but, you know, I'm a three year old in that's my head. The, so. Well, that, that could maybe be the urban dictionary version. Yeah. Okay. Of, uh, of quotidian word. is where you do the air, the literally on someone's boobs. Yeah. Literally. With permission, of course. Yes. Okay. I don't want anybody running around quotidian ing <laughs> getting into trouble. Don't get crazy with your quotidians. Yes. Yes. So um, quotidian's uh, gone wild. A quote, yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> it's quotidian. If we put that on a banner ad, I think people would click on. I mean, they would f- click on it, and then they would quickly figure out that it is quotidian. Get Bonhomi, yeah, with bon- our quotidian. That's right. Podcast. It's quote. It's quotidian, but Bonhomi. <laughs> there you go. Look at us. We're bringing words to the people, and that. That's desperately needed because even I find my language is getting dumbed down by all the stupid shit that I read on the internet. It's like I'm using always or amazing or the best or the most. And nothing can be the most. Yeah. It's perfect. Is it really? Is it really? That's my favorite. I say that every three minutes. It can't be your favorite every time or it's not your favorite. Favorite denotes it's one of a a thing that can never be replicated because it is your favorite. You don't have multiple favorites. I guess you can have favorites, but or that's when you're favoring something. And that's a different way to use the word. Jeff called me out on that a little while back Uh, uh, and was like, yeah, but you said that the other song was your favorite song. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know, but this one is my favorite. It, it's my one favorite. of my favorites. Yeah, it's my favorite. <laughs> this is another favorite. So I tried to say one of my favorites now. I dated a girl and we went to the High Museum thinking that, you know, just to give, throw a little class yeah, into the right. whole situation. I love that which place. Is a classless relationship. We decided to class it up a little bit. <laughs> so we go there. And was it that nighttime like jazz? One? No, this is like daytime. Okay, and it was. And it was actually a, hours. It was actually a cool exhibit in the sense that it was a Ferrari exhibit. Oh yeah, do you I remember, remember when that, that came? Okay. Uh huh. So it had like the original Ferrari or whatever. It was all about Ferrari. Were you calling on the High Museum, quote unquote? Yes, I was quotidying my. So that's how you got there during work hours. Yes, I got it. So yeah, exactly. I, I didn't. Pay, I, it took me a minute to pick up on what you were saying, but yes, I'm going to I'm talk to the dry cleaner to the, down the street. I'll be back in three to seven I'm hours. Talk to the decision maker probably at the High drunk. Museum. They're yeah. probably good. They they absolutely want to do some advertising with us. I have to go to the cheetah again. They're already a client. I know, but you know, a lot of relationship management going exactly. on. Exactly, you got to keep up with that. If I don't show up at least once a day, they're going to think. You know, what do we think of them? They're spending two thousand dollars a month. We got to keep that relationship going. I'm also spending two thousand dollars a month on the corporate card. Uh, so we go to this uh, particular event. It's like a Saturday afternoon. It doesn't, Brian. It doesn't really matter what day it was. Why are you saying that? That's no relevance in the story. Checking myself as we talk. So we go and. I find a lot of things amazing. So I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Wow. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Wow. Amazing. And I realize that maybe I say that word a little bit too much. It's like a crutch word for me, right? That's amazing. This is amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> or wow. 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 I do it too, though. So 
me and this girl that I was dating, we get into a huge argument <laughs> because at one point she walks away from me. The, while we're looking at the exhibit, she walks away from me. Like, and you, I can just tell. I guess that she's irritated. She's irritated. She doesn't like me anymore. She never liked mm, me in the first place. Right. She was just there for my house. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. What? And so I walk over and, and she's like, I just need a minute. I'm like, what happened? And she goes, <laughs> I can't. If you say the word amazing one more time, isn't there another word in your vocabulary to use to describe this art or these cars or whatever? And I'm like, are we really arguing about the word amazing? She's like, it wouldn't be an argument if you didn't say it 500 times in the last hour. I'm so annoyed. And I was like, wow, this is amazing that you... (laughs) It's amazing you're getting mad at me about this. But it was an argument that lasted, I think, like a day and a half. Oh, God. Over my limited vocabulary, my limited adjective vocabulary. That was the first of many red flags, so... It wasn't the first of many red flags. It was like the last of many red flags. It was the 50th of the red flags. 50th red flag. So I wanted to talk about this. I go to Starbucks yesterday, and I know all the people at the Starbucks because I go there every morning. It's your little getaway. It is my getaway. It really Mm -hmm. is. It's my 15 minutes alone in Mm -hmm. the morning, check myself before I wreck myself kind of thing. And I get a little pop of caffeine. I feel good. I check the download stats, and then I feel bad. And then... (laughs) I look at how much money we're making and I, <laughs> no I want to crash into the Starbucks, but I don't because I've got, there are people there who I know now who are very friendly and I like them as people, as a group, a collective group, they're very do nice. Do they spell your name with a Y? They do know how to spell my All name, right. but they don't even have to spell my name. Half the time I walk in and, the, and they're already making it. It's already there for me. And wow. so that's that kind of. That's amazing. It is amazing. <laughs> You're amazing. It's amazing. This is amazing. Everything's my favorite. Uh, so I go in, and one of the younger ladies that's working there is there with her boyfriend, but she's not working. She's sitting at one of the tables. And she's like, Brian! She's like one of kind of these happy, smiley, you know, Brian, good morning! And I'm like, oh, hey, how are you? Yeah, I'm good! And so I'm sitting there talking to her and her boyfriend, who also works at the Starbucks, by the way. And she says, you've got to try our new EVOO creamy latte oh, frate. Oh, I've heard about those. And I'm like, what? And she goes, the our extra new... extra version olive yes. oil. She goes, yeah. our new EVOO... Uh, cold brew and cream. And I'm like, did you say like extra virgin olive oil? She's like, it's amazing. <laughs> and I go, why in the world would they put olive oil in coffee? She says, it's, they put it in the foam to make it extra creamy, right? And I thought to myself, cream is already extra creamy. Like we don't need extra creamy cream. And then you're going to fluff up some EVOO and put it on top of my cream. I, the only thing that I could think at that moment was if Smelling coffee makes me run to the bathroom every morning. (laughs) Taking extra virgin olive oil, foam, and cream inside of my coffee is a way to slide every bit of food that came into me in the last 24 hours out. And I was all about it. I'm like, all right, okay, I'll try Try it. it. I have not tried it. I didn't try it this time Uh. because a cup of coffee was already ready. So I was like, I don't want two cups of coffee. But I'm going to try it tomorrow. I'm going to let you know how it goes. Please do. I have heard about this. And hey... I I go through tons of olive oil on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah we do too. I cook with it. I put it in, you know, dressings, salads, yeah. the whole thing. I use it for my hair, my skin. You put jizzle drizzle in your hair? Yeah, it's a good for it's good a good mask. Like You're like once, that guy uh, Ed on 90 Day Fiance who puts mayonnaise a, in his hair. What? Yeah, one like once a month. Um, once a month? Mm-hmm. You put olive oil in your hair? Yeah, and just do a little mask, like a little homemade mask. Anyways, do you but like pour it on yourself? 
Well, I usually just do kind of pour it in my hands and then put it into the ends. Do you don't like step use, into the shower and douse myself? <laughs> I'm just curious how this goes. I never know. I didn't know you yeah. put olive oil in your hair. Yeah, you can. This is. I mean, you got beautiful hair, Thank so you. I can't argue with the results. <laughs> but the question is, how does this all go down? Do you like go to the kitchen, take mm-hmm. out your EVOO that you just cooked? Uh, you and Jeff dinner last night, mm-hmm. naked from the waist right. down, <laughs> and uh, and then Jeff's waiting there in his kitchen. I, I imagine he has like a kitchen frock, like a little apron, uh-huh, right? With yeah. a hole cut out in the bottom. Yep. And it said, D's nuts are cooking tonight. Um, <laughs> D's nuts are for dinner. <laughs> What's for dinner? D's nuts. D's nuts. Okay. So the whole scene going on. Mm-hmm. And then you say, honey, I've got to do my EVOO tonight. Yeah. And he says, great. I'll participate. And so then do you guys, do you go into well, the he bathroom? he doesn't participate. Oh, he doesn't like me. help you with the hair? No. Oh, okay. All right. Maybe he I should. I can do it on my own. I know, but maybe this should, this could be like a little You're right. foreplay. Then we can just yeah. get all oily and Listen, this is what I'm thinking up. is that let the let it just drip <clears throat> off your hair. Like literally do an EVOO shower where you guys are just pouring EVO all over each other. I mean, I am so excited honestly, about this. Honestly, I love this. I hope you try this. I'm going I, to. Because I'm too It's about time for that mask. <laughs> Some kind of mask. <laughs> so then you pour a little bit in your hands and then you just run it through your hair? Yeah, and comb it through. And then um, you can kind of twist it up and um, just leave it to sit for, you know, 30 minutes or so. Really? While I wash the show. And then you wash it out. Yeah. Wow. They do like hot, they do hot oil scalp massages too, like sometimes for when you go to a spa. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. they put like warm oil in your mm-hmm. hair and it's EVOO is what they're doing? Or is it some kind of specialized hair product? Yeah. I mean, the last one I did was the EVOO. Wow. I had no idea so, this was going on. EVOO is, I mean, has been a staple in my house, but I have never tried it with the coffee. <laughs> well, I've so never tried it with I'm coffee very either. Interested I am to interested hear. too. Well, who came up with this idea? Are the mm-hmm. Italians doing this? Are the French doing this? Are we? I did not have EVOO in Italy with my coffee when I did when I went. So. But now you know. I'm thinking. I'm thinking about something. When I went to must be something to it. If when it's, I went to London. Starbucks. When I went to London mm-hmm. at the Starbucks, the very big Starbucks in the train station. Of which there was like three people in this huge Starbucks, and then there was like a hundred people in like the local coffee shop that was right. also right across the hallway. <laughs> yes. And like no one cares for Starbucks across. I mean, I don't say no one cares, but it's certainly not as right. popular. If there was a Starbucks here and a local coffee shop, the Starbucks would be packed, and the local coffee shop would have a couple people in it. Um, but they like to support local usually outside of i think they feel like starbucks is just another crappy american thing that's been transported over here like mcdonald's and kentucky (laughs) fried chicken for whatever reason that's a hit over there (laughs) anyway i go to london i go to the train station and the couple days that i was there the four days mornings that i was there i went i walked and they had evoo bottles they had like this huge circular setup and all around the glass they had bottles of evoo yeah and so now I'm wondering if this is like a thing that was being done across the seas and they just brought it over. Maybe. But I am so happy to try it. I just have to try it near a bathroom that mm-hmm. I like, not the actual Starbucks bathroom, because <laughs> I know that's getting blown up three times an hour. You don't know how many times I'm sitting at Why that Starbucks. Why don't you Starbucks. just get it and then take it home? That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll drink it here. And then you can have your conference as well. My bathroom. morning press conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I drove the kids to school today. It was <laughs> I'm like, I'm driving the kids to school now just because of the way that the schedule works out. Yeah. And it's an... It's an addendum to the morning press conference is when the tough questions are asked. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you right. know, like if the White House They've press had some secretary. They've things to think about yeah, from, exactly. the, from the morning press conference and then they, they follow they up. They follow up. Mm-hmm. And there's so many things flying by the window that then there's a lot of questions to be asked. Like, why is the moon out? Why is there only one moon? Why can't I look at the sun? Uh, why are the trees green? So many questions. Of which I like to answer, and I'm probably getting so much of it wrong. They're going to be just as dumb as I am because I don't know, but I make it up as I go along. 
I'm like, oh, chloroform. That's why the tree, trees are green. <laughs> They're going to go to school and be like, daddy uses chloroform to make the trees green. People are going to be like, what? Daddy uses what? Um, so I... Just start telling them to ask their teacher. Yeah. But, you know, I also, the want, way to school. I also want to be looked at as like the cool dad that answered all the questions. So I try my best to be really... I, I want them to have knowledge and I want that knowledge to come from somewhere. They're too young. They'll have a chance to get the facts later. I'm just going to share some information that they can think in their heads right now. Okay. We're going on like a two-night getaway to my parents' house. Like we do this often, right? It's the one place we can go without spending any money, which is exactly how much money we yes, have right now. Exactly. So, um, <laughs> unbelievable. So That's a nice little getaway, the lake. Is, yeah, we love it. Mm -hmm. It's so much fun. It's a, it was the right move. You know, my, my dad had originally gotten a mountain house, which you and I visited a number yes. of times. And we really liked that. But it's limited in scope in mm -hmm. the sense that you go there for the weekend, but you're staying there for the weekend. Yeah, exactly. It was literally on top of a mountain. You had to get up a dirt road. It was not easy to get down. And even when you did get down, there was nothing within like 30 miles. So you had at least right. an hour to drive. There's like the drive. tiniest little convenience store that yeah, has yeah, yeah. old stuff. <laughs> yeah, stuff that hasn't been touched. Right. Like moon pies from the 70s, right. right? But they're still valid because moon pies don't expire. Yes. Twinkies, I don't know if you're sure they make those anymore, but there's like Twinkies in there. Yeah, that convenience store was nothing. And then they had a Piggly Wiggly down oh, the street. Oh, right, no, the Piggly Wiggly is big. You know, and the Piggly Wiggly was big. That's mm -hmm. the big hit in this particular part of the world, North Georgia Mountains. So anyway, so, but my dad and my stepmom started to realize that as we all kind of got our own lives and wives and all that other uh, shit that comes along with being an adult, <laughs> that the trips up there were becoming less and less frequent. And they, as they retired, didn't want to live there because they were afraid that we wouldn't come up as often and it would be boring. They don't have a chance to have mm -hmm. friends or anything. So they moved to a lake yes. in a big community with a lot of other boaters and retired people and whatever near a major. My dad did the same. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a smart move. Because now you can guarantee that the kids are going to come up at least during the spring and summer because there's lots of fun. There's boating and right. lakes and pools and all that other stuff. And it's not too far off the beaten path. In 30 minutes, you can be in uh, downtown Clemson area, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, there's a yes. lot going on there. So we're going to this. So we go there often because we have kids and that's just an easy couple hour drive mm -hmm. up there. Spend the weekend. see Change the scenery. And the grandparents love the kids. So Astrid and I get a little bit of a break. Yes. So they both have, or a couple of my kids have suitcases, like Mickey and Elsa. And, you know, we I've just got them those. like these suitcases, mm -hmm. right? They're not suitcases. They're just plastic <laughs> boxes that you can, it looks like a suitcase, but it's it just really a cheap piece of crap, right? But they are so excited because now they have it in their heads that they too can pack their own suitcase. Uh -huh. So they get out their suitcases last night. They're so excited. I, I, can, we, can I pack my own suitcase? Can I bring my suitcase? And so usually we try and just take as little as possible. But this time I'm like, okay, permitted. Like, you guys can do this for sure. Let's and, see what you got. Yeah, let's see what you got. Well, now it was five days before we go to this fucking place, right? And so we're packing a little bit early. So I said, let's pack a little bit at a time, right? We'll pack our underwear tonight and our socks. So I get in this discussion with one of my kids. And he's like, how many underwears do I need to bring? And I'm like, let's bring three. One for each day, mm -hmm. the two days that it's we're going to be there. And then an extra, just in case right. you shit yourself. And <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> which, you know, isn't likely to happen, but also isn't out of the realm of possibility. Right. Daddy also brings extra underwear on his trips it's in just, case I shit it's myself. It's a good rule of it's thumb. It's a good rule of thumb to always have underwear. Even though there's washers and dryers up there, I, it would be good if we had an extra, an extra pair of pants. Yes. 
So he goes, he brings a three, and then he brings three socks. We have that discussion. And then one of my other kids, she is going behind him. So I'm paying attention to the one suitcase and not paying attention to the other suitcase. And I turn around, and literally the entire bedroom is in this kid's suitcase. It's like overflowing with clothes and shit, right? And I'm like, whoa, 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 honey. We, She's starting early. She is. I'm like, babe. <laughs> overpacking. Yeah. We don't need, uh, we don't need three pairs of, of, you know, we don't need three swimsuits. We don't need 12 stuffies. We don't need six books. And then she's like, oh, but what do I, what should I bring? And I'm like, well, I said, let's pack underwear and socks today. And then tomorrow we'll get to other stuff. Right. And so I'm like, how many? And I go three, three's good. It's a good rule of thumb. So she goes over, she's got a bunch, she's got like 10 pairs of underwear in this thing already. So she takes them out, she throws them all over the place. And she's like, okay, I'll count. And I go, okay, good. And she goes, one, 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 two, two, three, three. And I go, hey, that's not how it goes. It's not one, 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 two, 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 three, three, three. That's how we ended up with multiple children. We were counting the wrong way. Exactly. We did the wrong counting. It's day one, 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 one. I'm like, you know, you know, one, two, three. That's how you do it. You do it one, two, three. And this kid is like, no, 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 dad, 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 dad. Let me do it. Let me do it. Let me do it. One, one, one. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's one, two, three. One, one. And she, she goes, this is what she said to me. She goes, my suitcase, my counting, I get to do it. Okay. And I was like, oh, Mrs. Attitude yes. Rudy, what is going on with you? Are we going uh, to have a meltdown if we don't have 70 pairs of underwear? <laughs> what do we need? And I, so eventually she told me that she wants she wants color. She wants multiple options. Well, and no, I was like, the options. options thing is for real. What is she doing? Going on a date? She I, needs I mean, multiple <laughs> underwear options? Who's she going to meet up there? I mean, come on. I like, I'm just saying it's, I like to have multiple options. You probably do too. Oh, Chrissy, I'm the worst I packer mean, ever. You Astrid know, because you don't, you check the weather before you leave, but anything could happen. Yeah. But I mean, there's you no don't weather be too in my cold. balls. You don't want to be too hot. You oh, want to be wet. Yes. You, you need to have, also, you may just, man, I feel that shirt. Yeah. Not one day. I know. I'm with you this. And this is why Astrid hates me so much. Astrid is so organized. And she's like, one outfit for each day. Mm -hmm. And then we'll bring a couple little extra things. You know, we went uh, overseas for a month. Uh, over the summer to go visit relatives and stuff. Big trip. Everyone's going. We had like, you know, we didn't want to bring as few suitcases as possible because it's just a matter of carrying them all around Europe, right? Yeah. And we're going to make multiple stops and go to multiple places. It's just, we don't want it to be a big pain in the ass. So Astrid starts to get packing and then she says, put all the stuff that you want over here in this specific area and mm -hmm. I'll fold it up and I'll pack it. I'm going to try and get both of our stuff into one suitcase. And I'm like, okay. Whoa, so that's a task. Yes. So every day I just keep adding to the pile and adding to the pile and adding to the pile. And she's like, you have 32 t-shirts. And I go, I know we're going to be gone for like 28 days. And she's like, but you don't need a t-shirt for every single day. Right. I go, I know I might need two. And she goes, you're going to have to get it out of your head that you need to change t-shirts every time that, you know, perspiration even thinks about coming out of your body. You don't have to do that. And I'm like, but honey, you know, I, I, what if I don't like the blue shirt on a Tuesday? Mm -hmm. And she's like, do you not think they have washers and dryers over there? We'll be okay. Like bring five t-shirts, bring a week, week's worth of t-shirts, and then we can always wash them and dry them. We're going to have, you know, be in multiple Airbnbs. We can do this. 
And I'm like, but honey, it makes me nervous. It makes me nervous just <laughs> one, 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 one. <laughs> I wonder where she got it from. Oh, she got it from daddy. <laughs> and listen, to be fair to me, I am a complete fucking moron. So well, let's uh, be fair to you. Let's be fair to me. <laughs> because if their show is anything, it's fair to me. <laughs> quotidian. Uh, quotidian. <laughs> All right, we're going to do a quotidian break here. <laughs> it's mundane. But, you know, hey, listen, take a listen. And you never know. You might want something from one of our sponsors. So let's take a break, and then we'll be back. Sorry to interrupt, but that's kind of my thing these days. If you're sick of me interrupting Brian, give us a call at 626-ASK-TCB3, leave us a voicemail, and maybe I'll interrupt you on the show instead. You'd love that, wouldn't you? You can also text us at 855-TCB-8383 and check out our website, tcbpodcast.com, for all things TCB. You know what's coming next. Follow us on Instagram, at The Commercial Break, and on TikTok, at TCB Podcast. And now, let's listen to some sponsors, because they're the real ones around here. This episode is sponsored in part by Magic Spoon. Okay, if you've listened to any amount of the commercial break, then you know one of my disgusting food habits is to eat sugary cereals with cream late at night. Well, the earth just turned one year older, and I've decided to do away with the empty calories and added sugars. The good news for my bad cereal habit, I have Magic Spoon. Magic Spoon recreates all the flavors that we loved as children without all the baggage that goes in our bellies. It has all the flavors you love, but it's high in protein, and it has less sugar. Astrid and I just bought a variety pack that has four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frost, and peanut butter. This pack has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and four to five grams of net carbs. It's only 140 calories per serving. It's high protein, has zero grams of sugar, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, and soy-free. And I get the taste of my favorite cereal without all the guilt. Magic Spoon is returning to the commercial break as a sponsor, and we're so happy that they're offering you a discount. Go to magicspoon.com slash TCB to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code TCB at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it, for any reason, they'll refund your money, absolutely no questions asked. Remember to start the near off right with a delicious bowl of high-protein cereal at magicspoon.com slash TCB. And be sure to use the promo code TCB to save $5 off. That's magicspoon.com slash TCB and use the code TCB to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for being a sponsor of the commercial break and giving me something to look forward to late night after I get out of the studio. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's after bedtime, the kids are asleep, and the moms are out to play. We're Dina and Kristen, the duo behind the Instagram account, Big Little Feelings. I'm Dina. I'm a child therapist and mom of two who nerds out on all things neurobiology and psychology. And Kristen is a parent coach who wrangles three kids on a daily basis, here to give it to us like it is. We weren't meant to do this parenting thing alone. Consider After Bedtime your village. Follow After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
you know <laughs> that ending makes me laugh every time <laughs> what <laughs> yes give me something to look forward to <laughs> after i get out of the studio yeah i'm not you know we do commercials <laughs> magic spoon magic spoon. listen magic spoon is good if you if, yes. if you just heard the magic spoon commercial magic spoon it's tasty is good. it's very tasty high in protein i don't mean i don't need to repeat the commercial here but you know, they're a sponsor <laughs> of the show and i do like their product i really do exactly. i've got a bunch of it in my in my uh whatever you call that the pantry mm-hmm. the area where the kids uh yell and scream the pantry <laughs> is like a congregating plant yeah <laughs> beg for candy and sweets and juices and all that shit i wanted to i don't know if you've been keeping up with this but the uh five biggest social media platforms are currently sitting in capitol hill being mm. grilled by those senators of the internet select committee or whatever yeah and so i was watching some of it this morning and i was thinking to myself wow you know Social media has changed our lives in so many ways. The internet in general, if you've been alive that long, has changed our our life in so many ways. Mm-hmm. And social media, you know, a lot of it is is negative. It's not good. And I think we can objectively say that. There is a lot of joy to be found on social media, a lot of sharing, a lot of good news stories, a lot of w- good ways to keep up with people that you may See not. pictures. Yeah, and all that other stuff. But in general, you have to weigh that with all of the negativity that goes on there, the bullying and the you know, propagation of misinformation and drug dealing and, you know, driving kids to suicide and all this other stuff. It's really terrible. And for the people who are affected by this in a negative way, there is nothing that they can do because the social media companies are held harmless. They cannot be sued. They, there's no organization. There's no trade organization. There's nothing. It's basically the wild fucking West. And some people say that drives innovation. I might agree. But at the same time, like, I think it was one of the senators said this, and I can't remember which senator said this. Um, And by the way, this is like there's bipartisan support, unanimous bipartisan Mm -hmm. support to do something to rein these companies in and make them be be held responsible for some of the stuff that goes on in their platforms, some of the stuff that goes on in their platforms. And we're talking about when it comes to children, like when it comes to adults, you make your own case, Mm -hmm. you do your own thing, you, you know, you're big boys and girls. You feel jealous. Yeah. At the Instagram <laughs> That's <right>. post. <laughs> That's right. When you're a big boy, you're girl, free to feel jealous. You feel feel free to look at as many nipples as you want with inspirational posts under right. them. Quotidian. <laughs> That's what a quotidian uh-huh. is. It's a post underneath uh, an inspirational quote underneath a picture of tits. It's quotidian. There you go. We figured it all out. It came full circle. So I'm watching this, and I'm like. Okay, you know, all right, there's Zuckerberg and Shoo Choo, the guy from TikTok, and there's Evan from Snapchat, there's the dude from Discord, and then there's someone from Twitter. And they're all up there and they're all getting not real. Not Musk. No, Musk is not going to show up to that. No, 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 no. I think you would be hard pressed to find him dragged in front of Congress because he has Congress over a barrel. He's controlling a lot of the internet mm-hmm. uh, with his fly in the sky bullshit. Starlink. Starlink that you can see uh, basically with your blind eye. Um, anyway, I, I digress. So there's one of these senators says a f- bolts fell out of a door on a plane and 700 to 800 aircraft were grounded immediately and no one objected because someone could have died. One person could have died and that would have shocked the world. We would have all been super upset about this. We grounded the planes to try and figure out what we should do about this. But many, many, many people can attribute death some somebody's death to social media like a direct correlation between these two and we do nothing about it Mm -hmm. right because and she said this she said because the social media companies are so powerful so vastly rich that they can it basically impose their will by just lobbying 
So Mark Zuckerberg gets up there and this lady says, why don't you support this particular bill? And he says, well, we support a lot of what the bill is, but we have our own bill that we would <laughs> right, like we, to submit. We regulate yeah, ourselves. We regulate ourselves. Yes. We're doing it ourselves. Yeah. Can't you guys see this? We're I doing know. such a good job. Don't worry. You don't trust this don't, face? Don't worry about us. Happy face. We've got it under control. It's all good, Chrissy. I don't know why you're bothering. <laughs> Look at me. Yeah. I have a friendly face. <laughs> what do I do? What's the problem? It's like that guy, Su Chu from yeah. uh, TikTok. Mm-hmm. He's like, what? Uh-huh. What? <laughs> I'm here. I I protect everybody. I care about your children. Look, your child right now is in her elementary school in the restroom. I've got a camera there. I can see her. It's kind of, I'm taking care of the kids. I got the kids. It's just data. Please. Those fentanyl pills, they're being sold everywhere. What do you want me to do? It's just a reflection of everything else that's going on in town. Mark Zuckerberg had the balls to say, uh, not only do I not support your bill, but I don't support your bill because I wrote my own bill, right. and I would like you to support my bill. Mm-hmm. You're not in Congress. What the <laughs> fuck is going on? I realize these companies talk with um, congressional leaders, and they find a way to make it happen. But it's amazing to me that Zuck, uh, you know, Zuck Tuck up there can get up. This fresh face, baby face, you know, freckled little face. I have freckles too, so by the way, I'm not you know, freckled little face up there, and he can tell the ranking members that basically. I don't support your bill because I wrote my own bill. How crazy is that for that kid to be in that position? Guess you never know until you try, but jeez. <laughs> I mean, I am so aghast at what he said. Yeah, no, I, I mean, like, they don't oh, want to change. They'll do no. whatever they can not to. Well, so. the, the big thing is, is that the only way that things are going to really change for these companies is if the courtroom doors open. If someone's allowed to go in there and sue... And mm-hmm. be in front of a jury and give the facts, give the evidence. My child was on Snapchat. He bought medication that he thought was safe. And, you know, and then it was a fentanyl pill and he died. Mm-hmm. And that was because Snapchat didn't take the appropriate action to stop the drug dealing from happening. This person has been obviously doing this for years on your platform and blah, 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 blah. And then when they get a $100 million lawsuit that rolls in the favor of the plaintiff, then things start to change because they go, uh-oh. If this happened with one case, then if we have 300 other cases like this, now we're talking about billions of dollars, and that's a problem, right? So we better take action on this. I had a friend who, I have two friends, who worked for social media companies, I won't say which, worked for social media companies in Europe, and their Mm. job was to be on the safety and regulation teams. So when a post got flagged or an instant message got flagged, it got sent through uh, some kind of AI. And then if AI decided that that post looked like It could be whatever. Think of all the bad things in the world that you can think of. It got sent to human beings who then reviewed the post with their eyeballs. I've heard heard horror stories about the people that have to look at all the stuff. I was floored. Yeah. At at the process in which these folks to work in that division have to go through. First of all, they separated into multiple bad things, right? Think of all the bad thing piles that you can see on the internet or anywhere in the world. And then they separate that into multiple bad thing piles and they make a determination about how bad, bad things are. And then you get swapped in and out so that you don't have to be subjected to Mm -hmm. certain types of things for long periods of time. We're talking like you might be there for three months and then you move on to the next thing and then you might come back a couple of years later or whatever. They also have to take like mandatory mental health breaks where they go and they talk to therapists and take a couple days off so they can go see the world, not through this lens that they've been seeing it through. Mm-hmm. If it's that fucking bad, if it's that fucking bad, then isn't like I'm not talking about 
grown-ass adults who can make the decisions about what they see and what they don't see. There's a, there's a set, this may contain sensitive content. Do you want to see it? Yes or no? I'm talking about children mm-hmm. who are being exploited by these companies and then advertised to because they can make money off of them, right? The, and then all these bad things are rolling through the screens of the kids, and it's like, holy shit. I, the worst thing that I saw before the age I was 13 years old, the worst thing that I saw was like a knockoff, you know, softcore porn Cinemax horror movie and, and the Sears catalog where I thought right. I saw a shape of a nipple on one of the bra <laughs> section things. That's the worst thing I was subjected to, right? Uh, and I can't imagine. Well, let's not forget about your encyclopedia collection oh yeah i had the encyclopedia the mass murderer i did well that's when i turned yeah okay all right i said the worst thing i saw before i was 10 because when i was 12 i got the time life serial killer collection my dad let me get i was like yeah dad who's john wayne gacy because he grew up you know he he like lived right down the street right that's right right. at the same time when i was around Mm -hmm. right or i was i mean i was being born i was in that like in the same neighborhood yeah and dad and i thought to myself why why not me like what was wrong with me what was wrong with (laughs) me why didn't he pick why didn't he pick me and my dad was like you're obnoxious (laughs) (laughs) from the day that you were born son (laughs) so if time life serial and by the way there were no particularly gory images in that time life series it was just a lot there were descriptions of stuff but it wasn't like particularly you know gory yeah no i mean you can see so much yeah it's crazy it's scary but i don't want to glad i don't have small children i know god damn (laughs) master and i were talking about it while i was watching this and and it's like it's so depressing it's just so depressing and i'm talking to my chiropractor the other day and the guy says um he's he has teenage children and he's like bro i wish my kids were your age because when they get big the problems get super Mm. complicated Mm -hmm. and there's no easy answer and they're having existential crises at like 13 years old right. now because of social media, AI, the internet, all this stuff. They're like questioning their existence because there's so much bad shit coming at them at all times. They, they are like, am I really just going to work a job for the rest of my life and then die? Yes, that's what you're going to do. That's what happens. And I said, yeah, our parents probably said that too. And he goes, I strongly disagree with you. And he convinced me that I was wrong. He said, we have more in common with how our grandparents raised our parents than we do with our own children at this age because we didn't have any of this. Mm -hmm. Like, we didn't even have phones in our room, right? Some of us didn't have phones in our room. We certainly didn't have them in our pocket 24 hours a day where you could be subjected to anything and everything. And it's just like, it's so scary. But there was one CEO that was missing from this group that I really think needs to be up there. And that is the next door CEO. Where is the next door CEO? <laughs> well, this, this is true. If we're going to protect our children, we need to protect our elderly too from that fucking next door app. Let me explain why. <laughs> I think it started off as a good idea. I remember sure. getting on it years ago and thinking, okay, great. I, somebody is, needs, wants to get rid of a table. They, they left it out, and some anybody can come pick it up. Whatever. Car broken into down the street. Good I, information to know. Right. Yeah. Then I moved and got on it again. I was like, what the hell's happening on here now? Chrissy, we have to protect our elderly. We have to protect our elderly. This app is fucking insane. People are yeah. fucking Looney Tune on this app. Anything where people can comment and 
say what they want behind a screen just becomes crazy. But the crazy thing is, is that they're really like, it's a kind of anonymous, but not really nah, because yeah. most old people put their actual names on there. Yeah. Like Mary Jane Rookatoggle, <laughs> three, five, seven, five, you know, zip yeah. zop lane. <laughs> That's their username. And you're like, what? <laughs> No. So I go on this next door because there's a, some alert about some action happening down the street or something. I'm like, oh, okay. I've, I haven't been on next door in years. Mm-hmm. And then I start scrolling and I realize that the elderly <laughs> people are just as crazy as the teenagers. <laughs> they really are. And so there's this old lady, Mary Jane Rapplepopple, whatever her name is, right? Lives down the street or uh, I don't know. She's in the neighborhood that we, that we, that we live in. <laughs> and she goes, I ordered groceries to my house and they were delivered somewhere else. If anybody knows where they are, please call my cell phone at 3444744. Then she puts a a picture of the last time groceries got delivered to her house and what they look like. And she's like, apples, milk, tampons for my young daughter. And I'm like, oh, my God, lady. She puts the picture and it's got her fucking mailbox address right there. And I'm like, have you no sense in your head? Mm. another lady's like is this a tiger in our neighborhood <laughs> it's, a, it's a fucking raccoon and she's like spotted tiger has anybody heard of loose animals from the zoo or a circus I spotted a tiger and she's got this picture <laughs> it's got this picture of a raccoon but it's not a joke it's not a joke she's like responding to people and yeah. someone's like <laughs> someone goes they go oh yeah that's a trash tiger (laughs) they're all over the place trash tiger I thought it was so funny (laughs) I saw two of them this morning and she's like I didn't know there was such a thing as a trash tiger please tell me more I'm in danger (laughs) one lady wrote I don't know what to do my oven won't turn on can please someone please help me call this number and she's got like this like this selfie where she's half in, half out of the photograph. She's taking a picture and she's like, ah, we must save the elderly. The next door is driving them crazy. It's insane. Yeah, I guess kind of their social media platform, isn't it? And then they post pictures of random people mm-hmm. walking down the street. Yeah. Like, this Mexican spotted. Yeah. I'm like, okay, all right. What the fuck? All right. Suspicious Mexican spotted. And yeah. I'm like, suspicious Mexican? <laughs> what? suspicious old lady posting random racist shit on next door right it is so crazy <laughs> no i never get on i there. posted one time on that one time the beginning of the pandemic i wrote this little thing and i'm like this is a crazy time i just wrote it i wrote it on a bunch of platforms i don't know why i wrote it maybe for attention i don't know what i was doing <laughs> i was lonely it was the early pandemic yes. we had no listeners right. i was just like okay let me write something nice so i was like oh what a mixed up crazy time i think we'd all come together and help each other in this situation you know neighbors be neighbors nice. and friends be friends friends and let's all you know gather kumbaya moment right whatever mm-hmm. gather by the campfire little did i know it would turn into the biggest shit storm that's ever happened <laughs> but you know it's like day two of the pandemic right. and i'm like okay let's i'll send a little love out there you, i got hundreds of comments <laughs> you're so blind you don't know that the government's trying to overtake us <laughs> steve jones seven seven zero five 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 at steve jones five 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 because his phone the people are putting their phone numbers on the use i'm like dude, 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 what are you doing stop <laughs> i want to stop you from doing this i think we should actually do a segment where we read next door mm-hmm. posts because they are so insanely insane you can't believe it and now there's ads on it too i've noticed 
to where, you know. Of course, they like, got to make money. Yeah. Yeah. They got to mm-hmm. make money. One lady said she spotted a prostitute at the Starbucks. That's <laughs> 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 the most. Spotted prostitute at Starbucks. She took a picture. It was like a lady in a dress. <laughs> this lady has been frequenting Starbucks. I've seen her with multiple men. We, we must protect our children. Protect our children. Let the lady do her work if she is a prostitute. Second of all, she's probably just a lady. She's just having meetings or yeah, something. Yeah, she's just going to Starbucks. <laughs> that hot stone massage place up there, the Japanese, you know, whatever it is, a massage parlor that's given, you know, hack jacks or whatever. You should see the posts on those. Oh. Oh, everybody's a, a flame about the jack shack down the street, you know. <laughs> You know, these men are ruining our society. You know, stop them. Uh, whores and tramps and sluts, all of them. It's like, okay, Grandma, settle down. <laughs> Spotted on OAN, you know. Uh, right. If, th- my favorite is that, you know, multiple things are happening. T- and I'm not saying this doesn't happen. I'm saying I'm sure this doesn't happen as frequently as I see it on Next Door. That, like, you know, spotted pamphlet on my car. This is how they traffic you. And I'm like, how do they traffic you? They put the pamphlet there to indicate that you're the one they got to take down. You're 78. I don't think they're trafficking 78 year olds. I mean, I'm sure there's a market for it, but yeah. I don't think they're trafficking you, Grandma. You're okay, right? right. I read it on OAN. Oh, you did. Okay. Wow. Right. Then Mu- it must be true. Must be totally mm-hmm. legitimate if you read it on OAN. So, you know, we definitely have to do something about the kids. We've got to protect the elderly, too, because we they're, do. They're, they're just as crazy. <laughs> and they are going insane on this next door. Get If you haven't been on next door and you want a real nice night of hilarity, <laughs> get oh, on you, should, you should have seen the one after Halloween. Oh. The, uh, the, like, I got on there after Halloween for something. And, you know, because it's like someone's a, here's your post and whatever. I look on <laughs> It was nuts. Yeah. Nuts about, you know, hoodlums, vandalums, people. Fentanyl. Some people were nice. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> fentanyl. Yeah. I had my bucket of candy stolen. Look, here's the kid that did it. And they show like a ring <laughs> <know>. camera. <laughs> I know. Somebody, they will post I'm pictures of people. I'm like, well, you're the people. one who left the bucket of candy out there. Yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> one time there was a UPS guy with a brown uniform, but she couldn't see the UPS sign. And she was like, call the police. UPS man with no UPS <laughs> patch i'm in danger (laughs) it's these are not jokes they're real yeah one lady was like did your children get any of these and they're like sweet tarts right they look exactly like fentanyl pills don't give to children report to police immediately and i'm like what the fuck they're sweet tarts lady no one's giving free fentanyl to the kids that's not happening stop it stop it it might have happened one time where some junkie you know threw out some whatever here's some fentanyl pills have a nice night but no one's giving free drugs away that doesn't happen because if that would happen i wouldn't be here right now (laughs) I, i would be getting the free drugs that's what I would be doing. I want my candy. I want my candy, candy, candy. I'm literally shaking and sweating, Daddy. I'm puking. I'm in the fetal position. Ah! Oh, we should do a next door read. We should the next door comments. That's what we're gonna. Uh, Let me put it in the notebook, please. Do and actually, let's not put it in the notebook because we'll never do it. No, but actually, we really will never remember. Yeah, we'll never remember it. I'm gonna put. I think it on we need our, to do a segment on the notebook. Well, we told we said we were going to do that this season, so we're going to do that. Put that in the notebook, and we'll never do the notebook notebook season segment. All right, you write that down. We'll take a break. We'll be back with more more fun and uh, more fentanyl for you. There you go. Ugh! Finally, I feel like I was waiting forever for my turn to talk. 
Now that I have you, go to tcbpodcast.com to find all of our audio and video content and follow us on Instagram at The Commercial Break and on TikTok at TCB Podcast. Want it to be your turn to talk? Call us and spill the tea at 626-ASK-TCB3 and you may hear your voice on the show. You can also text us your tea at 855-TCB-8383 and boy, do we love to hear it. Anyway, take a listen to our sponsors and let's get back to the show. This episode is sponsored in part by Prize Picks. Everybody out there in the podcast universe knows what a huge NFL fan I am and exactly how much I know about the sport. However, I'm getting into it and I'll tell you why. Prize Picks. Prize Picks is America's number one fantasy sports app with over 3 million members. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. You don't have to be a professional football player or dating some famous singer to get in on the action. Prize Picks is allowing you to do it. And it's that time of year again, the big game right around the corner. Prize Picks is the easiest and most exciting way to turn every game changing moment into 100x your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. I just jumped on the Prize Pick apps last week, and I'm telling you what, it's super easy to do. Prize Picks is a really simple way. I can make my picks and then submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. Now, I don't want to go into detail about who I picked because I make my choices based on a complicated spreadsheet and then I have Blue bark twice at the right answer. So do us a favor. Go to prizepicks.com TCB and use the code TCB for the first deposit match of up to $100. That's prizepicks.com TCB. Make sure you use the code TCB for the first deposit match of up to $100. They're giving you free money. So no matter who wins wins or loses this big Sunday, you have an opportunity to be part of the big game in a big way and possibly win a little moolah. Who's going to argue with that? Prizepicks.com slash TCB. Use the code TCB and get a first deposit match of up to $100. Thanks, Prizepicks, for being a sponsor of the commercial break. All right. I got so excited about this. I decided <laughs> to pull door. up yeah, next door. Now, listen, here we go. Ready? Here, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Leslie says, I heard a lot of birds chirping loudly outside this morning, and I went to look. There was an enormous amount of blackbirds flying and landing on my backyard and pecking. There were a few lone birds, but most of them were swirling in groups. I couldn't easily tell which color they were. They looked mostly black or dark gray. <laughs> I couldn't get pictures because I've never used a cell phone before. Uh, they spotted me. And then they flew away. <laughs> I've never seen this behavior before. Has anyone else noticed? Are the birds in danger? Should I call animal control? That's <laughs> a flock of fucking birds, Lee. I know. I just saw that happen actually in our park the other day, and I just thought it was cool looking. Uh, I, did, I didn't write on yeah, next door. You didn't write on next door? I did not even have to scroll to find that post. I, I didn't even yeah, have to scroll. It's a crazy. This is right there for you. <laughs> so much fun. Hey, I read a, like a Dear Abby type column. I may even been Dear Abby. I read a Dear Abby, and I, I thought it was an interesting topic to bring up. Now, I'll tell you what Dear Abby said. You want me to just read it? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Abby. Let me take your material here. Okay. <laughs> oh, it is Dear Abby. Dear Abby, after 17 years of marriage, I learned to my dismay that when I was 22, when he was 22, my husband had a long-term relationship with a 16-year-old girl. He insisted that she lied about her age and told him she was 20. Uh, but even after finding out her true age, he went on to date her. Her mother was okay with it, as well as other family members who all knew she was underage. It makes me so sick to my stomach. They engaged in sexual activity when she was underage. 
They were even engaged. Uh, they were even engaged until she cheated. I'm livid because he tried to say that he told me she was under underage, but she he never did. I know this. I would never have dated or married <laughs> I someone. This. I know this. <laughs> I would never have dated or married someone who knowingly had sex with an underage girl. I've been questioning. I've been questioning myself a lot about this marriage, but this sent me over the top. I'm How many over years of the seventeen years? <laughs> oh my God. So this guy is at least in his 50s, I would imagine, 40s, 50s. Um, Am I overreacting because he was young and dumb and did something stupid that he'll never do again? As he puts it, can't, signed, can't get over it. Uh, Sounds like you're already over it. Sounds like you're already heading for divorce. Right. Even before the underage story. And if someone is making you sick to your stomach like that, then, I mean, listen, it, it's not a good thing. I don't suggest any 22-year-old date a 16-year-old. That's not what I'm saying. But What state was this in? I don't know. They don't, they don't, they're not going to give that kind of identifying information. I think the whole point of Dear Abby is to keep everything real anonymous. <clears throat> I'm just and, saying. Yeah. True. Some southern states, I think it's still legal to get married at like 14 or something. With parents' permission, it's yeah. in some southern states or some mm-hmm. states, it's still mm-hmm. legal to get married. The age of consent, at least in the state of Georgia, is 16 mm-hmm. years old, which can't be in a power of authority. You can't have any kind of, like, you right. can't be a coach, a teacher, a, yeah. you know, a bus driver, whatever. You can't have some position of authority over that child because then that's considered grooming. And I don't think it's legal for 22-year-olds to have sex with 16-year-olds. No. I, I don't know. I think age of consent means you can have sex with other 16-year-olds, basically, is what it means. Um, but I don't know. I don't know all this <laughs> stuff. I, I, I haven't checked the law. Yeah. I'm not checking the law for any particular reason. Um, but dear Abby or Abby goes, what, I'm, I'm curious as hear? to what she says. Cause I, I know what I, I was surprised. say is he like, yeah, get, get over that's what she said. It. Get over it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's happened a really long time ago. You guys have been married for 17 years. Yes. What? what now? Yeah. <laughs> like, Why now? Why now are you upset about this? I think you're right about and this. And also, how was this discovered 17 years later? Like, what does he have like a, no, if he's got like a little box of her 16-year-old underwear yeah. or something. If he's, he's got been tiger, tiger beat. Yeah, yeah, that's a little different. <laughs> like, how was this discovered? Don't know. 17 years later. Okay. I have no idea. Does it, that Literally, I read what, uh, I mean, I read what was written. It says, Dear can't get over it. The most important line in your letter, as far as I'm concerned, is this one sentence. I've been questioning myself a lot <laughs> about this marriage. <laughs> the first item on your agenda should be to make an appointment with a licensed marriage and family therapist so you and your husband could start working on what's wrong with your relationship. His feelings for that girl were sincere. He would have married her had she not cheated on him. If he had been, if he has been faithful to you and a caring husband since your, the beginning of your marriage, it's time to forgive him for his youthful indiscretion, which was encouraged by the girl's entire family. Yeah. Period. End of sentence. That's all she says. So, um, yeah. Like... <laughs> What are you going to do? This wasn't like he groomed her. I mean, I don't know because there's such limited information, but it sounds like everybody was on board with this at the time. They were all like, yeah, you guys are in love, whatever. Um, I'm not saying that that makes it right. I'm yeah, just well, she that- lied at the beginning too, as you would do, as I did when I yeah. was 16, yeah. you know, talking to an old, cute older guy. Yeah. This this happened to me also. I dated a girl said she was 21, and I found out when we went to Blockbuster <laughs> that she wasn't 21 because you needed a you needed to be 21 in order to have a Blockbuster card or whatever it was. Do you remember this story? Mm -hmm. For those of you who don't know what Blockbuster is. Yeah, oh yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Some reason she she was under the age of having a Blockbuster card, and I didn't realize 
that she was that age. She had lied about it, basically. And that startled me, and I discontinued the relationship because I was like... <laughs> no movie for you. Yeah, no movie for you. <laughs> and I really wanted to see... <laughs> <laughs> Fatal attraction. That's right. I, re- <laughs> I would have wanted to see Family Zoo too. That was my favorite movie. Of family all time. matters. Oh, Family for matters. That matter. Yeah, Family First. Family First. <laughs> family First. Fly by night. Yeah, Fire by night. Family First. That was crazy. Oh my god. Oh, oh, oh by the way, there. I found more episodes, and that's like the least crazy of the episodes. And we didn't even get to the heart of what happened. We may have to go back to that one. I just don't know if I can digest it two episodes in a row. No, it's a little much. Yeah, that guy screaming at the time is like. I, I say that as a guy who just screams into the microphone the whole episode, but you know. You, you like it. I, I don't. Okay. Um, yeah, this is that it's a complicated topic, but let's put aside the fact that this she had a relationship with a 16 year old girl. When you are so fluffed about something that happened so long ago, it's clear that you're just not interested in your husband anymore anyway. And you're finding a you're reason. You're finding a reason mm-hmm. to be upset with him. And um, I don't know, but, you know, could be completely opposite. Maybe she thinks for some reason he did coerce this girl into a relationship or he, she has some reason to believe he was grooming her or something like that. No, it's not based off what she said. Not based off what she said, yeah. But, and, you know, who's to say that he's he's lying or he's he's not lying? <laughs> but I was surprised by Dear Abby's reaction. I was. That was that was my was. reaction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I was a little surprised because I when I read it at first I was like, oh shit, that's kind of gross, you know. But then she pointed out that the, the one sentence yeah. in the whole thing was, I've been questioning myself a lot about this marriage lately. Oh, I imagine that's what Astrid's thinking all the time. She's probably like, I've been questioning myself a lot about this marriage. <laughs> Uh, uh, not because of my youthful indiscretions, but because of my uh, current, yeah, my current indiscretions, current situations, <laughs> my business acumen, <laughs> or lack thereof. <laughs> Can cut both ways. Uh, and and it also made me think about our our ask TCB from the other day. Yes, where the girl had a sister who wanted to date their stepbrother. So there was multiple marriages involved, but just know they don't have more blood related, but they, and there was a divorce involved and had some time had gone by. And one of her, her stepsister had another, they had another stepbrother from another marriage and they all remained friendly. And then the stepsister wanted to date the stepbrother who they were not blood related. They were uh, related by marriage mm-hmm. and the divorce had happened. So they were no longer family members. Uh, technically. They were soulmates. And they were soulmates. And that's what she said. And that's how she described it. And I thought to myself, yeah, why the fuck not, actually? Yeah. And the more that I thought about that, the more entrenched I got in that position. And I don't know why, but it just stuck with me. Stuck I was like, you. you know, fuck that. Like, okay, the, it's a little weird. It's a little unconventional. Yeah, I admit that. But, you know, it takes all kinds and you find people everywhere, you know, <laughs> on earth. And, you know, technically, technically, when Astrid and I married, we became family members and family members. That's we true. became like step second cousins. Yes. And then we're also married. Mm-hmm. So I entrenched myself in this position because I don't want anyone throwing stones in my direction when I became step extra ex step second cousins in laws or something <laughs> you like came that. Came into the family. I came into the family and then I came into the family. I came into the family two different ways, is basically how you it did. happened. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of weird, but you know, whatever. And don't ask me how to explain how exactly that happened because no one knows. We just know that there's some, it's like true detective. There's a lot of circles involved. <laughs> That's true. 
there's so many circles and i don't but there's understand. no corpsicle so that's no good. no corpsicle there's mm-hmm. no uh, sh- shriveled up dicks and clawed out eyeballs in that new uh <laughs> in that new true detective oh uh this in this i wanted to piggy front off this um <laughs> Get your piggy fronting sticker now. Yes, you can. Now available mine. with a microscope. Yeah, I'll give you one. Mm-hmm. You can have one. Oh, thanks. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> Times are tough. We gotta save all the stickers. Uh, Love is blind is coming back. Let me think about which one. Uh, uh, the one with the the pods. The pods. I'm over that one. You are. Mm. Oh, I thought this last season they only had two couples that even survived all you know through the fucking honeymoon. Um, but I did find myself engaged I've moved on in now this to the Married episode. at First Sight or whatever. Married at First Sight, yeah, is the the latest season. Yeah, I think I don't know. Okay, <laughs> but I've stuck I, with it so far. I think that is crazy. I mean, that's really wild. It's really wild. And, but they have professional people that are doing the matching. They've got like the there's somebody from like the religious, and then there's the that's right the um. Licensed, licensed sex psycho- therapist, like a psycho psychologist. Yeah, there's like three. Yeah, there's three professionals. And they all, you know, they 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 do extensive interviewing and they match people, and it is very interesting. It's to very see interesting, but their hit who, rate is still about the same as it is out there in the real world. Yeah, meaning that which the is divorce very rate interesting. Is yeah, it's very interesting, <laughs> but it's very interesting in the sense that you know arranged marriages do work. Yeah. That's the truth. They work about as much as a, mm-hmm. a marriage and any other way that you would meet. Right. Well, that's the thing. It kind of makes me, it, it's thought provoking to me because I think, well, these people really do have a lot of things in common. And maybe if they had met on their own or like in a different mm-hmm. circumstance that where you don't all of a sudden you're married and you're moved in yes. with each other. Yeah. It's the real <laughs> I mean, deal. Living with somebody just in itself can, and, you know, drive you apart. <laughs> But but if you had built organically on mm-hmm. that, maybe they would have lasted. I don't know. It brings up a lot of little questions. I agree with you. I think it's a very thought-provoking show. I think it was from the beginning a very thought-provoking show. Uh, Married at First Sight America, Married at First Sight Australia. I'm sure they have different versions. Mm-hmm. I think they have maths in England, too. They call it maths. It's, it's short. We're all talking code here about Married <laughs> at First Sight. But the reason why <laughs> maths. I just learned that. <laughs> But the reason why I'm kind of soured a little bit on Married at First Sight is because it's not sensationalized. And I want it to be sensationalized. <laughs> See, that's why I've soured on The Love is Blind. Okay, that's why you've soured. I don't know. I want to be entertained also. And I'm not always entertained with maths anymore because it's just a little dry sometimes. They go in you know, kind of the regular rigmarole and meeting the family. I don't really get along with his mother. I don't really... Well, I can deal with that in my own life. Like, I, can, I see that in my own life. What I want is overdramatic, <laughs> clearly mentally ill human beings right. <laughs> dating each other so that I can uh, make fun of the... So I can feel better about my own relationship. Right. Well, I might. I might dip my toe back into that pod. Let me tell you why I think it might be a good idea. <laughs> that pod. Let me tell you why I might think that'd be a good idea. That might be a good idea this season. Okay. They are bringing back couples that didn't work out oh. from previous seasons. Okay. Well, I did watch the previous the seasons, except for this past one. Okay. I think you should watch the last one. I think it was really interesting, actually. I thought you said it was horrible. It, uh, no, I think I said that about maths. I'm not sure I said that about Love is Blind. I actually, we did like the Love is Blind season in general. Well, the one they were trying to do the live reunion or something? Oh, that was two seasons ago. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What if that? God, they're that, just that, churning these things out. What's that? They're just churning these things out. It's a Netflix hit. They have them in seven different countries, seven different languages. A lot of people are watching them. I can't do it with all the fucking reading. I just can't do it. Or they have terrible, like, you know, uh, they do overdubbing and it's just terrible. It's horrible. 
Um, but I can't do it in the other countries. But here, Love is Blind, there's been hit or miss seasons. There's like four, five, six, seven, something like that seasons now. The first couple were great. There was a couple duds. Now I think this last season was okay. But I am super interested to see what happens when they put people who have already been in the yeah. pods together because now they've sharpened up their game. They know what's going on. They're fame hungry and they want to get that, that screen time and they're willing to probably to do anything to get it. And True. so I am all about it. <laughs> Bring those rejects back and let's have a good time. <laughs> okay. I'll dip my toe in there. But the one that I, I could not, that I really got, it, it irked me was the one about the marry me or not one to where they, do you know what I'm talking about? The no. one where they, couples, okay. like say 10 yeah. couples who were, have not married yet. Oh. The one wants to get married, the other one maybe doesn't want to. And then they switch yes. couples. Yes. <laughs> they switch I watched them with somebody else. It's crazy. First of all, can we talk about how much money this Nick Lachey and Vanessa are getting paid to do absolutely nothing? Right. Well, the same absolutely nothing. As the bachelor. As the bachelor. Guy. Yeah. Now they got a new Here's bachelor your guy. Final rose. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies, there's 26 roses left. Prepare to say your goodbyes. Go ahead. I'll be hiding behind the curtain. And he goes and like hides behind a curtain. And then he's like, ladies, 21 roses left. You're probably going to get rejected. I'll be back here. I know. Ladies, you all just got drunk on this first night. There's lots of B-roll footage we're going to use to embarrass you and your family. Prepare to say goodbyes. Four roses left. And then fi- final rose comes out. I was watching this the other night with Astrid. I like I went to go take a shower and I got stuck oh. in the in the final rose ceremony. Oh yeah! And these catty ass women. I mean, I, I swear to God, they are. Well, it gets down to like you know the last four roses, and these girls are literally throwing a fit. They're like. <laughs> And then they have the cutaways, right? And it's yeah. like, I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, what is, whatever his name is, what is Clayton doing? What is Clayton doing? Right. Why am I, I not being picked yet? Oh, in this season, they have two sisters on the oh, same bachelor. I'm not getting into and it. And Astrid goes, one of those sisters is a total bitch. There's no way that he gets her. There's no way. that I watched the whole episode. There's just no way. He doesn't like her at all. And I go, Astrid, you are watching yep. a television program. The sisters will continue. Yes. <laughs> probably until the bitter end. Yes, it'll the, be against yes, the two. If the producers have their choice, it'll be the two sisters with the final rose. Yeah. I promise you. And guess what? I was right. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I would have never guessed that. And I'm like, honey, yeah. it's a television show. The producers are in this guy's ear all the time. And the guy knows what he, what he signs up for. He doesn't yeah. sign up to find love. Maybe that happens. He signs up to make entertaining television. Mm-hmm. That's the point. But I did watch that other where they mix the couples up and <laughs> Nicholas Shea and Vanessa. Like, well, would you like to get married now after you just slept with the yeah. other guy yeah. with the, with, from the pool? Exactly. <laughs> did any one of those couples work out? I didn't see the end because I only watched two episodes I and I was bored. Exactly. I was bored because the premise is ridiculous. Yeah. Take a, a situation where you're questioning everything about the relationship and then put some hot ass in front of them <laughs> and... Ply them with liquor and a television camera and see how things work out. Well, I could already I telegraph that one a mile away. Guess what? None of these guys are going to, none of these no. couples are walking away any kind of healthy. I would dare, dare you to go Google those couples and see if one of them is still together to this day. I promise you, my guess is they're not. Yeah. Because how do you go through something like or that? Or they were, or they are because they planned it. Mm. I mean, that's yes. the other thing is I when I watch some of these shows, I'm like, how planned out did they do that? Like 
to a certain extent of like, look, we're going to go apply for the show separately. Yep. And we're going to try and get on and see if we can get on. Yep. And then, I don't know, they're just like this a step is, ahead. This is why you got to watch the last season of Love is <laughs> okay. Blind. Because this exact quandary presents itself oh. in the season. Two people who had been dating each other show up on Love is Blind. There's a lot of questions about how both of them got on there, how this slipped by uh-huh. the producers, how no one knew this. And it becomes a big blow up. So I want you to watch that season because I think that this is this was the most interesting part about that season is it's like, okay. oh, holy shit, they had actually dated before and then they connected in the mm-hmm. pods on the first episode. But what you don't see, and I'm just going to like a little spoiler alert, what you don't see, the producers don't show you that they f- discover almost immediately, like within 30 minutes, they discover, oh my God, it, I, your voice is familiar. Everything you're saying is familiar. Are you so-and-so? Uh-huh. Yes. So, but it's not until like the fifth episode that you learn this and you're like, wow, that's crazy. And yeah. the shoe drops. I like that sensationalized bullshit. I want to be entertained. I want to be entertained. That's why I watch my thousand pound sisters and all this other stuff. It's because it's highly entertaining. It's just an enter- entertaining. It's a, it's exact opposite of my life. And maths is too close to it because they're See, actually like, trying to put couples together. That's why I like the housewives and all the Bravo stuff. I love the bullshit. You love the real shit. Now we know. None of it's real. <laughs> Well, that's true, too. So if it's not real, then let's just have some fun. Yeah. See? I'm right. Again. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair. (laughs) To be fair. I'm right. This one time today. (laughs) Okay. uh, Yeah. Listen. Protect the elderly. Protect that next door app. Get that next door app. Get that CEO. Pull him in front of Congress and ask him what he's doing. (laughs) <laughs> he or she, whoever it is. Uh, okay, we're going to do a next door episode we where should. we just find a good next door I post. I need to look and at my app. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Chrissy. It's <laughs> so, that is entertaining. That should be a television show. We should follow these people around who are posting to next door and see what they do on a daily basis. <laughs> my groceries got dropped <laughs> off somewhere else. Let me know if you find them. What? <laughs> Seriously? I love the turtle notifications to say it today. No. No. I will not no. be doing that. I don't need Because th- when I first signed up years ago, I got 1,000 notifications. Of course. Every day. Because Grandma Jean yes. is like literally talking into Siri, <laughs> no, telling no. her everything she's doing. Right. <laughs> I took a shit. It came out purple. <laughs> call 911. <laughs> I call animal control. <laughs> call animal control. There's a trash tiger outside. <laughs> a trash tiger. That guy was funny. I like that. All right, tcbpodcast.com. That's where you go. You find out more information about the show, all the audio, all the video right there from one location. You can view the entire library right there. Uh, You can also get your free piggy fronting sticker. Go to the Contact Us button, drop down menu, I want my free sticker. Send us your address, and we'll send it off to you in 7 to 12 months. It'll be right there at at your mailbox. If Grandma Jean doesn't get to it first. Right, steal it. Spotted, suspicious piggy fronting stamp. (laughs) <laughs> That's how they get you. That's how they get They're you. They're trying to traffic you. That's right. <laughs> 626-STCB, the number three. That's 1626-STCB and Z number three. Go ahead and text us your questions, comments, concerns, content ideas. We take them all. Brian's mom coming back on the show here very soon. Right. So if you have a question for we already have some questions, but if you have a question for text it to us. We would love to know. Uh, at the commercial break on Instagram, TCB podcast on TikTok, not for anybody under 13 years old, youtube.com slash the commercial break for clips and full interviews and full episodes, all that good stuff. And now audio version on the RSS feed on YouTube. Mm. Okay, Chrissy, 
I definitely think that's all I can do for today. Yeah, I think so. So I'll tell you that I love you. I love you. And I'll say best to you. Best to you. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. Quotidian, but good. Quotidian. Until next time, we must say, we always say, and we do say, goodbye. Goodbye.